Привет, друзья! Как дела? My name is Fedor and welcome back to Be Fluent in Russian podcast. I'm excited to see you back. And today's podcast is going to be another one where I'm going to be by myself reading a story. But we have a dialogue on our hands and it should be fun. I think it's going to be something different compared to the story that we had last because stories are a bit... I guess for you to make a point in a story, you have to use more complicated vocabulary, sentence structure, grammar, and things like that. But a conversation or a dialogue uses very simple words or a very simple vocabulary as well. So it should be easier for you guys to understand. This is also A1 level. But before we start, I want to have about 10 phrases that I think are pretty useful for anyone learning Russian or anyone who wants to speak Russian. These phrases are very conversational, and uh, I'm pretty sure that I use one of them at least every day or every other day or, some, or something like that. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And if you missed the previous podcast with Victoria, I really recommend you guys check it out. Victoria is on her Russian journey herself, and we have a podcast together where I teach her Russian. And you can follow along with homework. I give her I give her homework. We also post it in that Telegram chat. So it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun and a lot of learning going on. And like I said, you can join in on the fun as well and uh, learn with with her, with the tasks that I provide for her and things like that. And she's going to get her feedback that I'm pretty sure that it's kind of similar to what kind of feedback you would get as well. Yeah, she's going to kind of represent the learner's population of this world, okay? <laughs> so, let's move on to the 10 list of phrases that I have for you guys. First is secundo. Secundo, which means one second, one moment. When you need more time to think about something or to do something, but you don't want to just simply say, wait, you know, you simply say secundo, and it's going to be a polite way of saying it. Secundo. Secundo. Then we have Я проголодался, which means I'm hungry or I got hungry. Я проголодался. This is a masculine version. If you're a lady, you say Я проголодалась. Okay, so as at the end instead of ся. Okay, проголодался for guys, проголодалась for Ladies, and also this is in the notes to this podcast, so you can always see it and see the spelling of it as well. Then we have давай потом. This is a more native-like phrase. Давай потом means let's do it later. Let's do it later. Давай потом. Давай means let's do it or let's, and потом is later. So it's kind of like the literal translation is let's later. Okay, so may not make sense in the in that translation, but it simply is used when when we want to do things a bit later. Maybe, for example, I guess a more realistic example. My uh, wife uh, called me yesterday and said, "Do you want to go to the store right now?" And I was working and I didn't want to get distracted, so I said, "Давай потом." Let's do it later. Okay, I still want to go, but just not right now. Then we have "тебе спасибо." Тебе спасибо, thanks to you. Now, if we said спасибо тебе, or just simply спасибо, that means thanks or thank you. Now, but when somebody thanks us, but in fact, we should be the one thanking them, 
we flip the order of words and we say тебе спасибо. Because in Russian, the focus lies on the words that are in the beginning most of the time. So if we say тебе спасибо, that means to you thanks. So we want to really specify the тебе. So I guess this structure тебе спасибо is used whenever we want to say thank you back to someone. Now, this is informal because тебе is a variation of ты, you informal, the one that you use with your friends and things like that. So тебе is informal, but formal is вам спасибо. Вам спасибо means thanks to you, again, formal version. Then we say я рад. Я рад means I'm glad, but a full phrase is я рад что something. Я рад, что you did this in time. Я рад, что you came here. Я рад, что you called me. You know, so whatever after, whatever you're glad about, we say, я рад, I'm happy or I'm glad, что, that, and then we continue with whatever we are glad for or happy about. Again, it can be, I'm glad that you called, I'm glad that you came, I'm glad that you bought this and things like that. Of course, uh, in, in, in Russian, and if you don't know the phrases, I do, uh, I do recommend that you translate them and see what you can say about I'm glad that this happened or that happened. Again, я рад is masculine. If you are a lady, you say я рада. Рада. Okay, я рада что something. And this is not formal or informal. This is, you know, you're talking about yourself. So the, the formality of the sentence doesn't really matter here. Next phrase is Я не уверен. Я не уверен means I'm not sure. Я не уверен. A pretty common phrase, I would say. Я не уверен, I'm not sure. Masculine form is this. Я не уверен. And Я не уверена is feminine. Я не уверена. We just simply add A to the end of the word and we get уверена. Okay? Я не уверен for masculine, and я не уверена for feminine. Again, of course, we can just simply take out не, and it becomes I am sure uh, in, in both feminine or, or, or masculine. So я уверен means I'm sure, я уверена means I'm sure in feminine form. Next phrase is вас не слышно. Вас не слышно, it's not, I guess, the, well, it means... I cannot hear you, or it's hard to hear you. But вас не слышно, I don't hear you. But the sentence structure is a bit different. Вас не слышно means it's not possible to hear you, kind of, okay? So the logic of it is not that I don't hear you, but it's not possible to hear you as a whole, okay? Вас не слышно. So that's the only difference. Вас не слышно, I don't hear you. And uh, yeah, this one is not formal or informal or masculine or feminine. This is just standard for any person in any formality, all of that. Вас не слышно. I cannot hear you. I don't hear you. Then, number eight is мне нужно перевести. I need to translate. Мне нужно перевести. Let's say you have a dialogue with someone with a Russian uh, native and you don't know how to say something. But you have your phone on you that you can translate a phrase. So you simply say, Мне нужно перевести. I need to translate. So the conversation won't stop there. And you won't have this awkward pause, I guess. 
You simply say, мне нужно перевести. I need to translate. Then next phrase is, вы открыты? Are you open? Maybe you see a store associate or a restaurant waiter, and maybe it doesn't seem like they're open just yet. Maybe it's a bit too early. And you ask them, вы открыты? Are you open right now? So, вы открыты means, are you open? Then we have, last phrase is, закрой дверь. Close the door. Закрой дверь is like a command. It's an imperative form verb. Закрой дверь. Close the door. And that's all the phrases that I have for you guys today. Now, let's move on to the dialogue. I took this dialogue from Lingua.com. Again, they have, I guess this is our fourth podcast with their text. So, if you want to check it out, Lingua.com. Okay? Not sponsored or anything. I just took their stuff and uh, I guess I have to... Give them props too. So, lingua.com. The dialogue is between two people, Anya and Pietja. That's their names. I won't read their names with each line because the text is written, Anya said this, Pietja said this, Anya said this, Pietja said this. I'm not going to read the, their names. I'll just try to, I guess, change the tone with which I'm, I'm speaking so you can understand that it's a different person speaking now. Okay? Let's get right into this. Чем ты занимаешься в свободное время? Я люблю смотреть сериалы и сидеть в интернете. Какие сериалы ты обычно смотришь? Я люблю криминальные и комедийные сериалы. Ты пользуешься компьютером каждый день? Я играю на нем в игры и слушаю музыку. А каким спортом ты занимаешься? Волейболом и теннисом. И я хорошо плаваю. Как часто ты ходишь плавать? Один или два раза в неделю. А ты? Что тебе нравится делать? В свободное время. Мне нравится встречаться с друзьями. А куда вы обычно ходите? Обычно мы встречаемся в кафе, но на выходных ходим в клуб. Иногда я приглашаю их к себе, потому что люблю готовить. Ты умеешь готовить? Да, и неплохо. Приходи к нам в следующий раз. Мы можем посмотреть твой любимый сериал все вместе. Спасибо за приглашение. С радостью. And that's it. I hope you like my acting skills, my voice acting skills. They're not too good, but I hope that I could create some sort of a dialogue atmosphere for you. But of course, as learners, the atmosphere doesn't really matter. What matters to us is the actual language. Let's get down to what was said. Now, before I start translating, how did you understand this? What kind of dialogue did they have? What did it talk about? Take a second, maybe like pause this, and just think about it for a second. What did you understand from this? If you didn't understand this at all, or you weren't paying attention, which is also possible, play it back. Give yourself a chance to challenge your listening a bit. This podcast is not for you just to play it, you know, kind of in the background and hoping that your version will all of a sudden improve. It's not. It's not going to improve like that. You have to give it active attention. 
Okay, active attention, not passive. So give it, give it some time and tune in closely and understand it more closely. Now, let's do it line by line. Break it down what was said and maybe even draw some new words, some new things to take away from this um, dialogue. First line was, чем ты занимаешься в свободное время? Чем ты занимаешься means what do you do? Or what are you engaged in to be direct or literal with the translation? But чем ты занимаешься means what are you doing? And then we have this little phrase that's also pretty useful. В свободное время. Which means in your free time. В свободное время. Notice how I say this. В свободное. We have в, then space. Свободное. В свободное. But we read it as one word. В свободное. And в becomes ф. В свободное. В свободное. For ease of our pronunciation. Next line is Я люблю смотреть сериалы. Which means I love to watch TV shows. Or I love to watch TV series. И сидеть в интернете. Now this phrase it kind of doesn't make sense if we were to break it down word, word by word. By word. Сидеть в интернете means to sit in the internet or to sit on the internet. How does that make any sense? But it simply means that we are sitting down, but we are in the internet. That we are inside the internet, which is like to spend time to hang out online, do something, watch watch YouTube videos, just scroll through feeds, other things like that. Сидеть в интернете means to be on the internet. Then the first person is asking, Какие сериалы ты обычно смотришь? Now, what does this mean? You tell me. Give yourself five seconds to think. Какие сериалы ты обычно смотришь? And this one means, what series do you typically watch? Okay, какие сериалы means what series ты обычно смотришь, you typically watch. Uh, then next is the answer to what kind of TV series you like to watch. He says, Я люблю криминальные и комедийные сериалы. What does this mean? Я люблю криминальные и комедийные сериалы means I like criminal and comedy shows. So, криминальные, I'm sure that you have heard the stem criminal, criminal, и комедийные, I'm sure that it's familiar to you, комедия. Comedy, okay, комедийные. Of course, the ending may not be so obvious to you, but that's the way we, we make it into an adjective. Because criminal in English can be a noun. He is a criminal, but also it can be an adjective. Criminal show or criminal action. So it's just a difference in their role in the sentence. A noun is, is what's going to describe a person or a thing. A criminal, it describes a person, who they are. And an adjective is describing the, the characteristics. Criminal action. So we, have, we can ask a question. What kind of action? Which action? So criminal action, criminal is not an object, but it's a characteristic of action. Okay? Then she's asking a question. Ты пользуешься компьютером каждый день? Now, I'm going to give you a hint. Пользуешься means are you using. 
Okay? So the whole sentence ты пользуешься компьютером каждый день. What does this question mean? You tell me. This question means ты пользуешься компьютером каждый день. It means are you using computer every day? Okay? I'm not sure why she asked that question because the conversation was about, uh, you know, TV shows. Why did she all of a sudden, I guess, when he said about the internet, maybe she assumed that it's on a computer. So, ты пользуешься компьютером каждый день. Are you using computer every day? Then Peter is the person, is the guy who's responding. Я играю на нем в игры и слушаю музыку. I play games on it. And listening to music. So, of course, I didn't ask you what this means. Um, but слушаю музыку is kind of easy, I guess. Я слушаю музыку means I'm listening to music. But я играю на нем в игры. I play video games on it. Again, this is kind of the dialogue. <laughs> she asked, I use a computer every day. And he didn't say yes or no. He just simply says, oh, I play video games and listen to music on it. Is it every day? He didn't answer. So... I guess uh, he can be a learner and also not understand the question fully. I'm not sure. <laughs> But then she's asking, а каким спортом ты занимаешься? What does this question mean? А каким спортом ты занимаешься means, and what sport do you play or do you do or are you engaged in? What sport are you engaged in, I guess, is more literal, literal translation. But it means, what sport do you play, pretty much. Then he answers, волейболом и теннисом. Я хорошо плаваю. So, what did he say? What, what was his answer? Волейболом и теннисом means volleyball and tennis, of course. Я хорошо плаваю means and I swim well. So I guess he's a swimmer. So then she's asking a question. Как часто ты ходишь плавать? What's, what does this mean? Do you know? Как часто ты ходишь плавать? Плавать means to swim. This one means, how often do you go for a swim? Or how often do you go swimming? Okay? Then he answers, один или два раза в неделю. Let's just simply stop here. And what does this mean? Один или два раза в неделю. This one means, one or two times per week. Один или два раза, one or two times. В неделю means per week. And then he follows up with А ты? Что тебе нравится делать в свободное время? What does this part mean? А ты? And then the second is Что тебе нравится делать в свободное время? This means And you? What do you like to do in your free time? Then she answers Мне нравится Встречаться с друзьями. I'm pretty sure that you can know what this means, but maybe not one of these uh, words. Мне нравится встречаться с друзьями. This sentence means I like to meet with friends or to meet up with friends or to hang out with friends. 
Мне нравится means I like. Встречаться means to meet up. С друзьями means with friends. And then he again asks a question. Куда вы обычно ходите? What does this short sentence mean? This means where do you typically go? Куда вы обычно ходите? Then she's answering with a long sentence, but we're going to break it down. Обычно мы встречаемся в кафе. What does this part mean? This one means typically we meet up at a cafe. But then she adds some more flavor to this. Но на выходных ходим в клуб. What does this mean? Но на выходных, but on the weekends, ходим в клуб, we go to a club. Nightclub, of course. Club is almost always, if it's by itself without any other, I guess, context clues, it means nightclub. Иногда я приглашаю их к себе, потому что люблю готовить. So, the first part, I'm going to translate it for you. Иногда я приглашаю их к себе means sometimes I invite them to me or to mine. К себе means to my place, к себе, but literally means to myself. But, you know, without any other context, it means to my home. К себе домой is the full sentence, but we kind of omit the домой part, which means home or house. So uh, simply saying к себе means to me, to my place. Потому что люблю готовить. Now, this part, I'm sure that you know what it means. So, what does потому, потому что люблю готовить mean? This means because I love to cook. Then he's asking, ты умеешь готовить? What does this mean? This one means you know how to cook or you can cook. Then she's answering, да, и неплохо. What does this mean? Pretty short and sweet, but yes, and not bad. Like, and, and I know how to cook not badly. Pretty well. Yes, and pretty well. That's kind of her answer. Приходи к нам в следующий раз. Приходи к нам в следующий раз. What does this mean? Now, this means come to ours next time. Okay. Приходи к нам means come to ours. В следующий раз, next time. Мы можем посмотреть твой любимый сериал все вместе. What does this, this part mean? Мы можем посмотреть твой любимый сериал все вместе. This one means we can watch your favorite show all together. So мы можем, we can. Посмотреть means to watch. Твой любимый сериал, your favorite TV show or show or series. Все вместе means all together. Which he responds with the last sentence of this dialogue. Спасибо за приглашение. Thank you for inviting. I'm sure that, you know, you probably know спасибо, but приглашение is a rare word. But спасибо за приглашение means thanks for the invitation. С радостью means gladly. So I'll gladly come, pretty much, what he, what, what he means here. Спасибо за приглашение с радостью. Thanks for the invitation. Gladly. Okay? And that's it. That's the whole dialogue. I hope you understood it. At least 
half of it, I guess. <laughs> so, and if you didn't understand this whole dialogue, it's okay. I'm still happy that you're here because this small practice will help you listening just a little bit. But if you want to work on your Russian in a more holistic way with full approach, everything all together, join our B Flowing Camp with the link in the description to this podcast. We do grammar, vocabulary, speaking, and listening practice all, all the time. Okay, for the whole eight weeks, we're going to practice all of those four skills so you guys can speak Russian better. And you probably can hear a lot of excitement in my voice. And that's because hundreds, maybe about a thousand, maybe a little bit more people have gone through our camps. And people are saying that it's great. It's amazing. I love it. I made so much progress. People truly make progress with us. Okay, I'm not just saying this for, for this promo in this podcast, but I truly believe in it. It's one of it's one of the things that I'm super proud of because people truly find a lot of progress and a lot of success with the camps. So if you're interested, join us with the link in the description. We start 9th of January, 2023. If you're tuning into this podcast later than that date, we do camps twice a year. So if you are, let's say, 2025 or something, right? Then we do them twice a year, one typically in the summer and one typically in the winter. But with the link that you see attached to this podcast, you can find the latest update on the date time closest to right now. Whenever you are listening, we have an updated time on our website. But if you're listening to this when I record this, the next session is 9th of January, 2023. I'll be waiting for all of you guys there. We're going to have a lot of fun, a lot of learning, a lot of vocabulary, grammar, all of that, speaking, listening. It's going to be a lot of fun. See you all there. Пока-пока.